Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Today, we got one for you. We're going over all the stuff from AEW's Rampage and special Saturday night episode of Dynamite. So, stick around and you'll get some good thoughts, feelings, everything that goes into all this fun stuff that we love being wrestling. So, Stick around, and we'll get to it after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. I was making sure that that actually didn't screw me. Again, I don't know what the hell's going on. I've done all kinds of stuff, but for some reason, that glitchiness there at the beginning still keeps happening. So, I don't know, but welcome back. If you're listening, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So, check out the video, and you can see me just sitting there going, the blankest face known to mankind waiting to see if the thing was going to screw up. But finally, getting into some AEW. Finally. Like it's been forever, but it was overall good. I mean, there could have been some better stuff, but I thought, I mean, I enjoyed it. We start out with Rampage on Friday night because Dynamite moved to Saturday, which I think it's doing again this week. But CM Punk defeating Matt Seidel. I don't care what you said. I mean, between the, you know, the sportsmanship, whatever they were saying, you know, to each other back and forth after the match and all that and that big hug. I mean, that was a hell of a match. Um, two guys that were in WWE before. Obviously, Punk was still Punk then, and Matt Seidel was Evan Bourne. And he was great then. He's had a lot of demons, and they put on a hell of a match. I mean, that was. Much more enjoyable than you now the rest of the night to me, just match wise. They put on a hell of a show. It's phenomenal. I don't care what anyone says. That was the match of that night. At least the televised stuff, not the stuff that was on their YouTube channel beforehand for the last hour of SmackDown. Which had great matches, but I'm just going over the televised stuff because. I don't know if everyone got to see everything that was on the YouTube thing beforehand. So, yeah, great match. I think stole the night. Um, great back and forth. Punk again. You know, now he's back in his normal tights that we all you know grew to love him in. Um, not the long pants. We'll see where they go. He hasn't made up his mind. I think he should just stay in those normal trunks. Just looks weird seeing him in those long pants. But that's just me. Just because it's him. CM Punk look, it's just weird. Seeing him in long pants. But whenever he wants to do, as long as he keeps having matches like he has, they've all been really good. And again, Matt Seidel, hell of a talent, put on a great, great match the two of them did. And I was super, super okay with it. Very okay with it. Actually, if they could do that again, I'm down. And, you know, again, sportsmanship, handshake, the hug. And they sit there and talk for the longest time. After the match. Now, God knows what they're saying, but they do have history again. They were at the WWE at one point. They both work for the machine. They're both doing their thing, you know. It was good to see, though. I was okay with it. I mean, I thought it was the match of the night. You can comment and tell me I'm an idiot, but I thought it was the match of the night. Then Ruby Soho defeated the Bunny, you know. Good match. I think the Bunny... Uh, Underrated. Do I think she's the best thing going? No, but 
still put on a hell of a match with Ruby. Um, Ruby looks better now than she did WWE. But, you know, again, she's allowed to do more now. So it's kind of be expected, again, just because they could do, obviously, more. Because they don't have those shackles that everyone always talks about the WWE putting on them. You know, you have your moveset, you have this, you have that. And that's just the way it is. Deal with it. Um, some people it works for. Uh, some people it doesn't. And some people, their character, the way it was, I mean, is only going to go so far with the way the machine operates and let, you know, the stuff they let them do. Again, look at all of them. That's how I don't look at them there. Ruby, Punk, Jericho. Jack Hager, Malachi, FTR was never a fan of, but that's another story. Look at Miro. I mean, think it, look at him compared to, you know, how over he was in WWE, but what they let him, you know, like how far they let it actually go to pretty much nothing. I mean, he had that big title run at the beginning. They gave him the big main event push, but they never put it on him, even though he was the most over thing there. And you know, there's just guys that, Play it that you know, once they leave and gals, they let them do more, and you can tell, and it leads to good stuff. Mox is in there, Adam Cole, and there's Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson, yeah, I did say it right the first time, so I had to make sure. Um, you know, they let them all do it, so I, I think her matches are better. I think they're going to keep getting better. I just, you know, especially, you know not being in the machine again, because like there's a lot of them that need work. Uh, can use the experience in AEW and the female side. And I mean, what was Ruby going to do? I mean, look at that Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey, when she comes back, I mean, Bianca's there, like there was nowhere to stick her. They weren't going to do anything with her. So them letting her go, I think was the best thing they could have done all around what's the point of keeping her and let her go off and do stuff and yeah improve her stock which i think she is but all around good stuff i mean penelope ford came down after the match the attack with the bunny beat her down then the brass knuckles came into effect again yeah that's her signature thing but it, you know it leads to them getting matches with ruby and ruby getting to do stuff and her experience you know will help them I'm not saying that they don't have any experience but yeah, Ruby was around before she got to WWE, so I think it'll be really good, and it'll lead to something good. And again, I enjoyed it. it. wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but it was good. Now I'm not looking for, you know, five star geniuses, you know, coming out of this stuff. I just want to see good wrestling. No offense to the machine, but a lot of time where it's not wrestling or it's just idiocy. I just want to see wrestling. I think that's telling a good thing. And then again, leads us to the main event of the night with the men of the year and Junior Dos Santos defeating the inner circle. And Junior Dos Santos didn't look bad at all. So, you know, that's saying something compared to some people that went from the UFC to uh, WWE, AEW, what did stuff in WCW. I mean, throughout all the times, UFC fighters or athletes from other things have come over. I mean, Junior Dos Santos didn't look bad at all. Again, didn't look great, but compared to others, he didn't look, he looked pretty good. Um, so that was good. I still love hearing, you know, Judas getting sang all over the place. One day I'll get to see it live here in town. 
I had to cancel because of Florence and all no makeup date. Just like, hell yeah, I'm supposed to come. Tom needed surgery on his hand. No makeup date yet. Now that he's doing stuff with Mudvayne, God knows when it'll happen. But Junior Dos Santos looked good. Judas playing. Jack Hager looks, you know, phenomenal. Again, since he left, he went MMA and is undefeated. I mean, he was one of those people just like Ruby that I mentioned. I mean, look at him how far he went as far as he could go with Jack Swagger and that character in the machine, as I call it. Like, that was as far as he was going. No one's ever, if you try to argue that, I mean, you're crazy. That's as far as it was going to go. I mean, the real American, 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 American thing. I mean, that was really good at irritating the holy hell out of people. And it was a good character. Him and Zeb did good. Not trying to take anything away from that at all. That was good. But him, since he left, it's letting him do, you know, more him. More creativity. He's not stuck in his thing, you know. And just the character itself. We all know that was going to have its limits and its ceiling in WWE at the machine there. Because, again, look at the time he was there. And all the guys that were still going then. Like, he wasn't going to fit into that, you know, mold into that thing with the guys that were still wrestling at the time. So, yeah, I'm getting to go and do MMA. And now this, I think, is really good. It shows a different side of him. He got to go build stock in the EOC because he was out there. Yeah, he's EOC, yeah. MMA world. He's out there, you know, winning. Like he's undefeated. He went out there and did the damn thing. Punk went out there and got mauled. But, again, age difference, you know, all that experience swagger could wrestle like in real life you know there's difference you know between that but he went out and it didn't hurt punk i mean he was going out there to see if he could do it just to do it you know but i thoroughly enjoy seeing what he's doing since he's out of the machine and he's you know hager's doing really good and doing a great job to it and then you know i mean no matter how much american top team you know hurts my head that whole thing um they're telling a good thing. I mean, would I like to hear dude shut his mouth every once in a while? Yes, but I mean, that's what he's supposed to do is just antagonize and piss everyone off. And he's, you know, I mean, they're really good at that. I mean, you know, just don't get why Paige Man's answer. Maybe she's going to start wrestling people at some point. Otherwise, she's just there taking selfies and looking good. I mean, she's good on her. And I think she could transition over. Um, if they beat down the inner circle after the match, Santana Ortiz, you know, come back to a pop to clear the America top team and the, the whole thing out of the ring and a fully reunited inner circle is in the ring as rampage goes off the air. So overall I mean to have, you know, junior dos Santos do his thing. You know, they put on a good match. I mean, it was back and forth. There's all kinds of stuff flying all over God's creation. I mean, cutters popping here, there and everywhere. I mean, they did a phenomenal job. I enjoyed it. They got everything in they needed for an hour. Again, Ruby and the Bunny, Penelope gets involved. That could spread that to another thing. Punk and Seidel, great match. Both showing what they could do. Seidel showing that he still got it. Never know. But Tom, because he could be on his way out the door. And he could show back up at Evan Bourne and, you know, boom, be there one day. And, you know, go on another runner. It could be done. You never know. I mean, what they were talking about. But, <clears throat> again, I thoroughly enjoyed the night. I mean, call me crazy. And it's because they don't get too stupid, you know, because they only have the hour. I think that's what, you know, that's one of the good things about Rampage for me. It's an hour. 
so they can't you know overdo it it's not like some shows like raw which you know is three hours which there's a lot of dumb in there and there's a lot of stuff that hurts your head and just leaves you scratching your head going what the were they even thinking of when they did that (laughs) excuse me and they do that you know all the time so the hour i think really helps to you know clear a lot of chances of just dumb from happening which i think is a blessing it doesn't actually hurt anything i think that improves it but overall it's a good friday night and if you watched everything on the youtube channel beforehand for that hour you got to see great matches there too Ty Conti was in action. We had the Brian Danielson match, which they were just pummeling each other. You could still see it on Brian's chest. This match in Dynamite on Saturday night. I mean, they were out. I mean, it was a good night. So if you didn't get to watch it, go back and watch it. We could even have a recap of that one day. You know, I just want to give everyone a chance that didn't watch it. It's possible didn't even know it was a thing. Like there's a thing on their YouTube channel for the last hour of SmackDown before they went on air so there's that we can talk about it I just again i didn't get to you know watch it watch it because i was busy doing stuff so i want to go back and watch it again and that gives people time that didn't know it was a thing to go in and watch it so there's great matches like lots of good stuff so why not watch it it ain't gonna hurt nothing i don't care if it ain't, ain't a word and i ain't gonna use it some good wrestling on there, so check it out, and we'll get to it later. That moves us on to Saturday Night Dynamite. Maybe I just wanted to say it, but which again was a great night. I mean, there was some, you know, two hours to give him more time to you know do some stuff. Uh, we got to see Malachi Black defeat Dante Martin. It was a great match. I enjoyed it. I mean, we got to see Malachi. Liam. I'd say give him a nod. You know. On his way out, but yeah, I mean, his entrance is good again. They put on a great match. I could do without Leo Rush. I mean, there's something about him that always hurt my head. I'm not taking away from the talent, he's super talented. He just hurts my brain. Um, later on the night, he declared himself Dante Martin's new tag team partner, said he would have won if he just stuck to his plan and listened to him. So we'll see what they go with that. I mean, again, Leo charismatic, he could talk. He's always heard stories about how in backstage heat and some reason when you see stories like that, for some reason the person becomes cruiserweight champion. Seems to be a thing, but super talented. So I'll see what they do. And again, if he's his new tag team partner, what does that mean for Matt Seidel? I mean, him and Punk, yeah, the handshake, the hug. I mean, they were talking for a solid minute there. It seemed forever for after a match. So maybe that was his way. And he was thanking him for letting. Me. I don't know, but. It was, you know, the match was great regardless. And there's, I mean, again, I didn't get to see Dante Martin a lot. Um, and I really like Malachi Black, you know, getting to do his thing. He's still incorporating, you know, the stupid, like, putting his, sta- you know, his eye into the steel stairs all the way back down with Seth, you know, last year at the WWE thing. He still has all that playing in there, but I thought that he was horrifically, violently, egregiously, criminally underutilized. Once they put him on the main roster, with what he did in NXT, and then they put him up there, and they called him up with Ricochet, and really, I mean, still trying to figure out the reason. Someone could please tell me the reason as to why they did it. I cannot figure out why they called them up because they did nothing with them. And then when they finally started using him, they dumped him. So I hope he goes all the way to the top. Hopefully, A.W. sticks around so he could stay there or, you know, 
one day. It's too crowded there. Maybe WWE will give him, you know, he'll give them a chance to give him another run and you know let him be the champion that he deserves to be. Because I still think he's one of the crazy most talented people in the wrestling world. I mean, man can talk. He's got the look. I mean, the entrance, the move and skill set. I mean, there's just something about him that I can't believe that they did nothing with him over in WWE. So him going over there was perfect. And I was actually really, I mean, I wasn't even like watching AEW back then. I mean, really, I was just trying to play catch up all the time, just everything going on, lots of changes in life. Everyone knows how that is. And I was like, the second I saw they released him, I'm like, what the hell? And then when he put out a little vignette, I was like, thank you, God, but just use him. That's all I want. And he's been putting on great matches, doing good things. He's got that whole. You know, nightmare family thing with Cody and all of them and Arn and please keep using them. Don't waste them. I mean, him and Gargano's matches in NXT were gold, and that's like the last good thing he really actually did until it meant anything until he got yeah to AEW and got to do all this because again they wasted him. So good to see that the Elite beat down the Jurassic Par- Express, yeah, Jurassic Park of Leanne Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy backstage. You know, and then later in the night, we did get to see Jungle Boy attack after Adam Cole and the Young Bucks defeated Eva Luno, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver, which was a great match. Much as the Young Bucks hurt my head looking at them, I mean, they can wrestle. I don't, you know, think they're as big as, I don't believe all the hype, but I get it. But we did get to see Jungle Boy attack, you know, they got him out of the ring, came back in with the chair. We got to get a little bit of a revenge, which seemed to be, yeah, I would say the theme of the night. And also stay the hell away from Tony Schiavone because every single person that got anywhere near him got attacked. But that's a whole nother story. And Punk was on commentary, which, by the way, thank you. That was good. Like he had some jabs in there that were really good. Um, That was good. Anyway, like I got some stuff wrote down that just made me smile when he was running his mouth, so that was good. Um, but yeah, the full inner circle reunite, verbal sparring with the you know, America Top Team, and all of them. Again, Jericho starting in on everybody. Even got to Paige Van Zant. You know, making sliding into my DM. You know, you in love with the champion, trying to slide into my DMs, and you know, like the always popular and fun. I wouldn't touch Paige with her husband's genitalia, which is always good to hear genitalia reference. I just miss those old him and Stephanie things. So thank God for YouTube and that and the network. I'm sure there's stuff on there. That was just good stuff. Um, the man's a five on five says, yeah, yeah, doesn't get it. Numbnuts says that he wants. That's what I call him now. He is numbnuts. That's irritating soul, but. Says he wants, you know, to get a title match with Guevara because now ATT and them are out for titles. And Guevara vows to kick everyone's, you know, ass next week. We'll see what they lead, you know, what that leads to. Uh, Sammy Guevara is super talented. Uh, I'd hate to see the TNT title, you know, have to leave him so rapidly. So I think he's got to hold on to that. I mean, again, super freakishly talented. We'll see where it goes from there. Um, I'd Again, this obviously isn't going anywhere anytime soon. 
So as long as they keep it fresh. And again, now throwing shade at Paige. So maybe that means she's actually going to get in the ring and start at some point. I don't know. Only time will tell with that. We can always hope. We can always hope. I think she would fit in. I mean, she could learn at least there. There's a lot of people that are learning, so I think it could be good, but we'll see what they do with that. Again, overall decent segment. Got a lot of people airtime, and it wasn't overly drawn out and ridiculous, which is really what I hate about talking segments because most of them just hurt your brain a lot. Uh, Andrade introduces you know, Los Superanas. As the tag team to go after to challenge for the AAA tag team titles against the Lucha Bros to get the titles off of them, they end up winning. Lots of comments from Punk and all the commentators talking about how it looks like FTR to take the mask off. It was FTR. Tully Blanchard got involved. They got the titles off of the Lucha Bros, at least the AAA one. So we'll see what they do with that. If they just bring them down, let them go down there so they can work down there, and they still have the AEW tag titles. Yeah. We'll see how they play all of that off. I think it could be really, really good. But we got to see how it works out again. Totally Blanchard still doing his thing. I can't complain about him. I mean, he's not out there you know, trying to wrestle in like physical capacities. He's out there doing that thing. And again, I never liked FTR either. Even when they were over there. WWE, like the revival hurt my head. There's something about it, like the wrestling, they just didn't fit in the WWE mold. Now, I still don't like them here, so apparently I just didn't like them, but not taking away their wrestling or anything. At all. So, not saying that. They're doing good with what they're doing. I just don't like them, and I probably never will. So deal with it. Some things you just can't change. And me and my feelings towards them are never going to go anyway. But later on, we did get to see MGF reveal that he loaned FTR to Andrade for one night only. Andrade asked him if he wants his payment in cash or check. He says both. He takes it. Now, after they all celebrate together and walks away. Which leads us into more MJF. He's trash in Miami and Darby Allen and plays off that he's confused as to what happened to Darby and why he's not there for his match. So he demands referee, you know, do the 10 count so he can get his victory. Lights go out right before 10, enter Sting. You know, with his bat who came in, did his thing. The snow effects was good. Like, oh, that's why I don't know what they're going to lead either to, you know, Darby and MJF going out like when he's better, uh, Sting. MJF, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Probably Darby when he gets back. I don't know how they're going to put over on that. But, again, it's overall good with MJF. Good segments. He can talk. He can irritate the holy hell out of people. He really knows how to piss people off, which in his role, he's on point. Regardless of how you feel, that guy was, I mean, he wanted how to piss someone off. Take some notes because he's really, really, really good at irritating the holy hell 
out of other human beings. So we'll see what they do with it. Again, it leads to a lot of interesting stuff. Sting got to do the role, you know, his spot perfectly, give him his thing. You know, like he's not overly doing it, which is really good. And when he goes to wrestle, he still can wrestle and go after everything, you know, Seth and that buckle bomb repeatedly and all that. So he's feeling his role good. He still gets to be Sting. He still gets to get in the match. You know, in the matches, he helps tell the story. He's working with Darby to help build him up. Like, I really like, you know, all of it. And I really hated how it all ended for Sting with all those buckle bombs. I thought they were unnecessary. So it was good. I like it. Again, MJF's good at his role. Darby's good at his role. Sting, enough said. Let's just see what they do with it. I don't think they're going to screw it up. Sting's got, you know, a super mind for all this. He's been in it for, dear God. Yeah, that many years. Dear God. He's been around for that many years. You have to stop and think about it and it hurts. So I know they won't screw that up. Mox rolls to the ring and just mauled Wheeler Yuta. I mean, that was like, I think a minute maybe. And did his thing, hit the music, walked back out through the crowd. So that was, you know. It's good for what it was, I suppose. See what they do with Mox going forward or how he feels about the whole company and everything. I don't know. I don't pay attention to any of that, but it's better than his stuff in WWE. He's too cartoony and stupid rolling down the ring like hot dog carts to attack people. I mean, it was just dumb. So dumb, 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 but at least it was short to the point. Uh, Serena Deeb giving an you know, interview backstage Enter Hikaru Shida to attack her backstage And they brawl you know, Until the segment ends And I believe we went to commercial Maybe At least I, Tony Schiavone was right there So he struck again And I did have to say Good on Punk for making a reference To how beautiful the head of hair On Serena Deeb's head was After you know, they came back And they were talking about it So Good for that. If anyone remembers, again, she was in the Straight Edge Society, shaved her head. Like, that was her. So, yeah, those little things in there. I don't know why it made me smile so much, but those those little things to reference back to all that makes me smile. But we know they're not done. They put on a hell of a match last time they were in the ring. So, glad that continues. Cody and Arm continue their thing. Cody in the ring fighting off everybody. Arm shows him a clip of his dad, you know, getting violent. Oh, it's open. He had to in the ring, and the fans not going off on him. And suddenly it leads to Cody getting a mean streak of some sort. So we'll see what they do with that. Just get to it already. Damn it. Just do the damn thing. Do it. Maybe I'm tired of waiting. Maybe I'm impatient, man. Maybe I hate stupid segments like my dad. I think it's dumb. And I get what they're doing, I get why they're doing it. It's not my favorite thing. I mean, you got to do really good for those things to be my thing, and I just don't like it. Anna Jane Britt Baker ball, brawl backstage after you know, Britt's talking trash about the losers from, you know, the Dark Order, and they lost to the Super Click. Mike goes to a brawl backstage. So we obviously know where that's going forward now. Britt and Anna are going to lock up. So see how it goes from there. Penelope Ford defeats Kira Hogan. Punk making asking if she's related to any other Hogan. And sooner or later, someone told him, yeah, 
how'd they put it? Uh, that that's enough at one point. So yeah, again, subtle little things there with Punk, but it was a good match. You know, back and forth. Kira did. Yeah, mount to come back. Their superplexes, really good spots, and the submission at the end looked good. And she finally, you know, Penelope finally got her to tap out. But good match, back and forth, building stuff, telling a good story. And Ruby hit the ring to again get her revenge while Penelope is raising her arm. So at least some sort of revenge. Which again, a lot of people seem to get their revenge at some point. And it tells the story, drags it on longer. So, you know, Penelope and Ruby, I think it's going to be phenomenal. They do it right. So, got to wait and see if they do it that. But it's going to be better than anything she did in WWE. And that's the important thing. You know, move them along and help improve everybody. Which is really, really, really good. Miro wants to be God's favorite champion. He gave a promo, you know, talking to God. Uh, if he doesn't do so, give him a sign soon. He's going to get violent. Whatever. I like Miro's thing going on there. God's favorite champion. So it'll be great. You know, whatever they do with him, it's better than they did in WWE. And he plays the role really, really well, regardless of what people think. All those matches were good. He was one of the best wrestlers on the planet. So over again, WWE, that it's good to see him actually getting something that's substantial and actually means something besides just a catchphrase and getting nowhere with it so i'm sure he's gonna get right back in that you know picture again sooner than later you know really hopefully sooner than later we'll see hangman page comes out and talks cowboy shit you know about forming aw with his friends and the elite changed the business seems like the business actually changed them and how he lost friends, a lot of matches, titles, and everything along the way. You know, which, again, he, it was a great promo. I mean, told how it was. You uh, believed it, which so many promos you can't in the world. So that was really, really good. Um, sure, Kenny's going to hold on to the title, but. It's a great promo. He's back. It was a good way to put him in there. So this is the first time he feels motivated and feels he's ready for all of this and all that. So see where it goes from here. It's really all you can do. I think it's going to be a great match. I mean, Dave Meltzer is going to love it and give it 75 stars because it's Dave Meltzer. And, you know, you know how he feels about Kenny Omega, but it's going to be a great match. It was a good promo and you believed it. Like, and the crowd was into it, which really helps. Like you can tell, he felt it and believed it. The crowd was into it. And really, those were the good ones. So good on him. And then Brian Danielson defeating Bobby Fish with the, you know, with the heel hook. And that was another great match. So good for Bobby Fish. He's had great matches since he's gotten over there. He didn't get to see him do a lot over in WWE. At least I didn't. I mean, unless I missed it all. Sorry. They're at the end for the longest time there. Didn't really see him do anything. You know, that one match there at the end. But again, they're in that whole COVID and all that weirdness. Like, you really didn't see him do a lot there towards 
the end. He's had good matches so far in AEW. You can still see Brian's chest all lit up from the night before, but Bobby Fish, again, put on a hell of a show. I don't know what they're going to do with him, but he's putting on great matches, and that's good because you haven't you didn't see him do that for really. I mean, you might have had a good match, you know, match here and there, but you really didn't see him do much there at the end of his run in AEW. So really, really good, I think, to see him out there having the matches. And he's having matches, you know, great matches with everybody. I mean, that's the important thing. You put him in there, you can have good matches. If you're having good matches, no matter who you're with, that means you're good. Him and Daniel, they have great, you know, the kicks and all that great styles running into each other there. It's just letting him see what he could do. Like, that's a big thing. Never mind Brian. We all know what he could do. Bobby Fish, I feel he was violently underutilized there for the last forever of his run in NXT. So, I think he had that match there against maybe it was Roddy. At one point, I don't know, he had a match with someone there. And forever ago. And he's here. He's had these great matches. So, proves he could still do it if people would just use him. But again, now, with the way they were going in NXT, they weren't going to use them anyway. And once they broke up the UE, I mean, you could tell that meant he was going to be gone. At least just with how much you didn't see him. That was the big thing. So, overall, I consider it a good night. We got to see you know, a lot of people do a lot of things. There wasn't too much you know, filler that hurt my head. You know, Again, two hours, you know, and everything had a purpose, really. And Mox got to do the what he's angry, so he went out and beat him and mauled him in a minute's time and walked out, which fit his character and all that. So, I mean, I overall, I was, I was okay with it. All. I was impressed. Put on a hell of a show. Everything. You know, if you nitpick it, you could always find something that you wish was better. I mean, I still hate FTR. Still think Leo Rush hurts my head. Not saying they're not talented and they can't go. It hurt my head. Never got into it. Never digged it. But it was a good night. Punk mentioned had a little yeah things here and there. There was good wrestling and it, you know led to a lot of yeah continued a lot of things and added new wrinkles to a lot of things. So we'll see how it all really goes from here. But at least it gave us all like we're actually all looking forward to where they go from here. Really is my takeaway from it is I can't wait to see what's going to happen. And that's a good thing. And there's a lot of good stories going on, a lot of good character building and great matches. I mean, like rematch with Deeb. That's actually kind of something to really, really, really look forward to. In my opinion, you guys could think I'm, you know, absolutely out of my mind, but I think that'll lead to a really good thing. We need like really good things like that. Yeah. Her and Sheeta tore the place down. So that'll be good. Whatever they do with MGF will be good. FTR is now the AAA tag team championships. Yeah, we're going to have to do with that. They put another wrinkle in the inner circle and they brought everyone back with, you know, America top team, Malachi black and all that. I mean, like, so we'll see what they do. I enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed it. 
again thanks for checking me out i appreciate you giving me any time of the day don't forget videos facebook youtube and rumble audio anchor breaker overcast sketcher radio public pocket cast spotify apple and google podcast those are all the ones for monetization and I also just got, you know, it helps out the sponsors, gets, you know, Anchor's name out there, which is good because the services they give people is phenomenal. And also on iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible now. So you can check out there too. I great and I greatly appreciate it. No matter where it is, it's just those first ones I mentioned, I can keep track of them, regardless of I'm barely getting monetized, but I can keep track of them, which really helps. I can yeah see what everyone's watching. Feel free to like all you know all the platforms. Follow along on them. Comment on the videos. Just helps me out as you see there. You know, do it with all of them. Tell me what you think. The more you people interact, the more I know if I'm doing a good job or not. Or and let me know what you want to talk about. What I missed. What you think I could have done differently? Your feelings on stuff. You know, let me know. And like always, be good to each other. Enjoy raw tonight or at least try to be good to each other and until next time my friends peace